and welcome to this week's episode from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Today my guest is Chloe Jimson and we talk all things farming, craft and pigs. This is a great episode, enjoy! Joining me today is Chloe Jimson who runs an Instagram account called at Chloe's Creative Crafts underscore <laughs> and um, she creates cards and notelets and gift tags all sort of country themed um, so I thought it'd be really good to have her on the podcast today because she's not technically from Lancashire but she has a Lancashire mutual friend of mine so I thought I'd give it the pass. <laughs> How are you today Chloe? I'm very well, thank you. And it's nice to speak to a northerner. (laughs) 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 So why did you decide to set up your your business, your card business? Yeah, so I've actually been crafting and doing things like this for years. And when I was like 11 years old, um, I did crafting then and I did like little craft stores at my fair and uh, school fairs and things like that. just as a bit of extra pocket money, which was really nice. Um, and then obviously times move on and doing A-levels and then I went to uni and at uni it was sort of impossible to take all my stuff with me. Um, so I kind of just fell out of doing it. I always used to do a bit of it, but um, lockdown hit, then I was back home from uni and I thought, you know what, it'd be a really nice thing to pick it up again. And um film my time and I thought I'd set up an Instagram page and I thought it'd be a bit of fun running a social media account so it's just all for a bit of fun really but I'm really enjoying it yeah um so how long have you had sort of the Instagram account and the business that, that I yes yeah so that was sort of um April last year so sort of right when lockdown first sort of hit I just thought I would just go for it and start posting stuff on Instagram I mean you've got a lot of followers as well it's obviously taken off for you really well (laughs) yeah it's quite hard to build up followers but I've managed to build up quite a few which is quite surprising (laughs) yeah I mean your cards and everything you create are amazing so it's not hard to see (laughs) why you've got so many followers um so you've always been creative then. Have you always done sort of the same crafty things or has your style sort of changed as you've got older? Um, I would say my style has actually stayed fairly similar. Like obviously when I first started and I was sort of 11 years old, obviously I have improved <laughs> and, yeah. and my cards are probably a lot neater and nicer now and the paintings and things like that. Um, but in general, um, my style of sort of doing stamps and um, painting them and things like that is kind of something that I've stuck with. Yeah, and I guess it's really therapeutic, especially in lockdown with all the time we all had. Um, Yeah, exactly. It gave me a focus outside of uni work and things like that as well, which was nice. What we all needed, like time away from sort of being on screens and just having time for ourselves. Definitely. Yeah. you do, you sell cards, notelets, gift tags as well? Yeah, gift tags as well, yeah. yeah. And so why did you decide sort of that side of 
craft to start the business and not I don't know like drawing or prints in a different way why yeah. was that um I think a lot of that was because I'd already always sort of done them I had all the equipment to do all that kind of stuff I didn't want to be buying those extra things I just wanted to use what I had and I have since bought quite a lot of extra things um but at that beginning I just thought I would go with what I know really I mean <laughs> yeah yeah and um well I came across you when our mutual friend Karis shared or I think she bought something or shared it on her Instagram story so then I followed it and I think you were doing a load of graduation cards yeah well I think yes one of the things that I think I thought as well was because we can't meet up like we used to be able to I know people send a lot less cards and things now but I actually thought a lot of people may want to send a nice card or something like that um when we can't meet up yeah. so yeah as you say like the graduate cards I made those because I thought they'd be really sweet for like sending to fellow course mates or friends that are graduating but haven't been able to actually graduate properly and things like that yeah I mean and that's so I sent them to my friends because obviously we didn't have a graduation um but that's something I've really noticed like I've bought cards for people and then just sent them like oh hi I'm just thinking about you how you're getting on because I think sort of a handmade card and a handwritten card nowadays is so much more special than um yeah definitely maybe so I think like you've cottoned on to that that was like <laughs> yeah no, I do think that um so yeah so then I sort of saw you that way and I noticed that um like you're really into country and a lot of your prints are sort of agricultural so what how and sort of well why that kind of theme yeah so um I come from a breeding pig farm um, in Suffolk, sunny Suffolk. <laughs> um, so that's like my back background. And then um, I study agriculture, farm business management at Half Adams Uni. So basically, most of the things I do in life are related to agriculture in some way. I'm a member of Young Farmers, Love Ladies it. and Pigs, study it. <laughs> yeah most of my employment has been within the industry so that is sort of what I love I love and I just think that a lot of the cute animals and stuff are really nice to put on card designs like you don't have to be a farmer to buy my cards but I think a lot of the cards anyone can buy but they're just really nice country themed cards and I I enjoy making things like that yeah because I bought some Christmas cards off you and they were sort of all pheasant feather typed Christmas yeah. pheasant ones. They were really clever. Um, but then like you said, like you've, you've got the happy birthday cards that are just sort of, what is it called? Bunting with like the ribbon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I do a variety of things, but my main stamps and things that I use tend to have a country theme just because I sort of buy the stamps that I like. <laughs> which tend to be farm animals and country things so. how many I'm just asking curiously how many pigs have you got on your farm like how many um so we've got 1100 breeding sows wow. um and then every three weeks we have about 1800 piglets born and they're all outside um on sandy soil which is perfect in this area so it's quite a lot of pigs <laughs> so cute though all those little piglets I bought this is gonna sound really amateur but I me and my cousin bought three pigs 
last year or the year before and then sort of bred them and then killed them and then sort of sold the sausages and bacon and gammon yeah and then this year we did five pigs so we had four or was it four we had three girls and one boy um which apparently i didn't realize but the boys don't taste as nice the lot the older they get yeah they can get bored taint when they get older yeah. which is something that um in sort of a, from a commercial point of view you can't um slaughter boars too old otherwise it'll start to taint the meat yeah interesting fact but um, <laughs> yeah. because i like love hog roast if i have that is my favorite food there's a place have you ever been to york yeah have you seen the york roast co shop and they do like those yorkshire pudding wraps oh yeah i have heard of those pork and the crackling and i just love it so that's why i decided to get my own pigs and then like (laughs) do your own (laughs) see how they sort of how they grow and what you feed them and then people would say to me oh you're not going to get attached and I'm thinking like no I want to see for myself how it can be produced and like they were running around and having a, a squeaky whale of a time like they loved it. um because I know when Karis said oh she's a pig farmer I, feel, I was like oh my goodness That's so <laughs> exciting. I was like whenever I mean I've never been to Suffolk That's yeah like, yeah never been I don't think but when I do well, you'll have to visit <laughs> such a fun time such a fun time um and then what's Harper Adams like as a uni I mean I'm at Young Farmers around here there's a few of them that are there I just yeah think if it's anything like the Young Farmers do is <laughs> It is amazing. It is kind of, yeah, it's kind of its own breed <laughs> yeah. and it's definitely um yeah there's it's so much fun I love it and for me it's like the perfect place to go like for some people it's probably the worst place you'd want to go but for what I want to do the people that I get to meet there and who I can call my friends and stuff it is so much fun and it is sort of an extension of young farmers and yeah I mean it's not as fun now we're in our final year and we're working from home but (laughs) um yeah I've had some great great times at Harper. Do you think that if you're not a farmer or from an agricultural background it makes a difference if you go like do you because I could imagine them stick out like a sore thumb yeah I mean half is becoming a lot more diverse and the courses that it offers um is ever expanding so this year they opened up their new vet school in mm-hmm. partnership with university which I think sounds amazing if because a lot of vet schools are very small animal based whereas at Harper you get a lot more large animal experience that's yeah that's good yeah um so it's becoming more diverse they're very much about trying to get people into the agricultural industry that aren't from farming backgrounds and those kind of people are definitely recognized and um because yeah I was um I was doing a like a podcast recording with someone else and if you're not a farmer or from it's really hard especially for women it's hard yeah, definitely. To get into that into that industry. Um, yeah. No, I actually know quite a lot of people there who haven't come from an agricultural background, but they've got into it through various ways. Whether it's they did lambing one season and loved it, or they've just helped out at farm and have since loved it. So yeah, it's definitely becoming more open to sort of any background. And, That's good. 
So pigs, pigs are your favourite animal? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's all right. I do like pigs. <laughs> I want, do you like the, the, the pig muck smell? Is that something that you, you get well, being outdoor, it is completely different and you don't actually get much smell, so. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's perks. I'm just I'm excited whenever I can ever come down and see all these little pigs. <laughs> um, so, back to the craft. <laughs> um, when you started, like, with your stamping, so it's obviously like, sort yes. of like you put it in ink, an ink pad and then stamp it. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. how long does that take to get the right the right amount of ink on it and to just do it properly without it smudging? Because I did a lot of scrapbooking when I was younger and like if it moved or I'd put it <laughs> on and it would cover the gap and I think it's quite an accurate science. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think because I've literally just done it for years, I've just got the sort of knack of it. But honestly, I completely get what you mean. Um, my boyfriend was over a few weeks ago and um, I had some some to make and rather than him just sitting there being bored I was like oh you can make something by yourself if you want and he was stamping something and smudged it and didn't put enough ink and I I think I took for granted that actually I just it's a second nature to me but I completely get your point yeah. and I don't know it's just it's this yeah, I just know. Yeah, <laughs> you just get better it, at it, it, it yeah. Sort of messed it up. It is quite an expensive yeah. paper then, isn't it, and everything. Yeah, but yeah, last summer when we had a really hot spell, it wasn't drying very well. And I was like putting my card in the fridge to make it dry and it wasn't really working. <laughs> so with your sort of stamping, does it take a long time to dry once you no it doesn't so basically I just sort of stamp what I want to stamp by the time I've fiddled about getting my paints out and stuff and ready to go so yeah. so you stamp it and then you paint it is that right or yeah so yes I have these sort of nice um shimmery watercolor paints which are really nice I don't know if you've seen when you've got some stuff on me but they kind of shimmer um yeah. in the light which I think is really nice um yeah, so. gel pens you know the note oh like, yeah they've got that same kind of shimmer though haven't they yeah, yeah. they're like the little flowers that you then coloured in they were nice yeah um how do you like you when, when you make a card I'm very OCD that it's straight how do you like fold it and cut it so it's the right size and it's not crossing over you know when you make the actual card yeah well to be honest on that front I do cheat and I already buy them sort of you have to I have to fold them myself yeah. first of all problems have to fold them <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but they're already sort of scored um yeah. fold, and they're the right shape and size so I just find that's I just yeah. do. <laughs> totally that makes sense that makes sense yeah with your style being like country would you ever sort of diversify into different areas or just would you just sort of um because you've got I unique, think selling yes, unique selling point haven't you like country. yeah I I think I'll stick with the country but I'm always open to sort of different commissions or if people ask for something specific I can usually um fulfill that request so I've had sort of sports cards that people have wanted before or 
ones with a cat on or something like that so um yeah I can usually fulfill most requests but my own cards that I tend to make our country but if someone asks for something specific I can usually do something and how has it been with you being back at uni sort of yeah too? like are you so, really busy or has it sort of slowed down because you're back at uni or what's it been like yeah so when I went back to uni end of September final year I wasn't really sure what I was going to do because I just thought well there's no way I can take all my stuff with me um so I just thought I just sort of put something out on my Instagram to just say that if you would like something there'll be a slightly longer wait until I come home every two or three weekends and then I'll make it then um as it turned out I went home the third weekend then there was quite a lot of rumours about second lockdown and stuff and I thought for the sake of being safe I'll just take the stuff back to make Christmas cards because by that point I had already sort of decided what Christmas cards I wanted to design and make yeah. and actually it wasn't as much stuff as I thought it was only sort of two bagfuls um, because I literally just took the exact stuff I needed for them um, and it was the best decision I made because went back to uni a week later we were back in lockdown and then I was at uni for four weeks of lockdown on the run up to Christmas but luckily I had my Christmas stuff with me so it was a really nice thing to have to do otherwise I literally would have just been doing uni work yeah um and it was just I was just glad I took my stuff because I actually ended up with quite a lot of Christmas orders, which I wouldn't have been able to fulfill if I hadn't taken it with me. So, yeah, my uni desk turned into a craft desk most evenings. I bet that's, I bet that's like relaxing. Like I've, I'm into my craft stitching. Um, yeah. And it's just like at the end of the day, I just do a little bit and it's just, yeah. it's just nice. Or like, if I was just not having a great day, I just sort of think, you know what? I'm just going to close my laptop and I'm just going to make some cars. <laughs> Cheer you up as well, especially in the yeah. second lockdown in November. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was most of November, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, I don't know if it was a like, I don't know if it was a lockdown. Mm-hmm. There were schools were still open, weren't they? And yeah, yeah, exactly. Education was still open, so I could still go to my lectures and things like that. But um, everything else pretty much was closed. Yeah. So are you remote at the moment? You're all online. Yeah, completely remote, yeah. Mm. It gives a different level of screen time and just the amount of... Like last Thursday, I spent from 9am till 6pm on Zoom, solid with no doubt. Really? So it it was intense. Like, it was really interesting and I really, really enjoyed it. But my eyes were just awful. I've had to buy these snazzy blue, blue light glasses which I feel this like, is what these are oh, snap I've joined the club they're like but they hurt that they feel like 3d glasses you know when I go you go to the cinema like yeah 10 pound off Amazon which yeah mine were like that too I thought I'd have to spend a fortune if I just thought for for like 10 or 20 pound I was like it's worth a try because I keep getting headaches but my eyes are fine um and then I don't know about you but they have made a difference yeah and like I keep doing that thing where I'm checking you know like to see the difference and it's just scary how much blue just comes into your into your eyes but mm, they've definitely helped but then me and my friend have the same ones and she's like I'll wear them if you wear them on zoom and I'm like all right 
this is we've also <laughs> now got to put our cameras and microphones on so it's it's gone up a level of awkwardness <laughs> yeah so. yes yeah, we, yeah we don't have that um sometimes I wish they did because I get very distracted doing other things which I feel like if the camera and stuff was on I would probably concentrate more <laughs> but it's just so hard online learning it's so yeah. hard I don't you don't appreciate how hard it is and then suddenly I've got to this point where I'm like oh I'm not sure if I know as much as I probably should right now yeah, yeah. so what are you studying at Harper um agriculture with farm business management and you had an interview you've got a graduate Job. Yeah, so I've got a graduate job lined up, which I'm really happy about because that's sort of the situation I wanted to be in. Um, and obviously with coronavirus and stuff, I wasn't sure how well that would turn out. But in the end, it's turned out exactly as planned. So, so what will you be doing in this new role? <clears throat> yeah, so it's on a food and farming graduate programme. Um, so at the end of the two years, um, I will sort of be a fully fledged agribusiness consultant. Um, so it's very much about um, providing advice to farmers, financial advice, um, labour advice, all sorts of things, and also providing like strategic plans and things for them in the future and financial budgets, um, helping farms in crises. Um, also, like the agriculture industry as a whole is going through a huge amount of change at the moment and will be for the next sort of 10 or so years in so many areas so it's quite an exciting time to be in the industry with all these changes planned yeah and I guess yeah. there's a lot of need for it as well to your yeah because with the growing population and the climate change pressures and all things like that we are going to have to produce more food without using more land and not producing as many emissions so it's much more about increasing efficiency and profitability and things um but yeah it's exciting and then at the end of that two years um as long as you've done a good job and the company like you you will then have a job at the company at the end um, good. and you'll start building up your own client base um and sort of make your own way whereas the first two years you're doing quite you're yes yeah, so you're a fully employed um member of the team but you don't tend to have as much responsibility because um you go on client visits with other members of staff and um you go through quite an in-depth training program which is good yeah so how will you sort of fit in your craft and creative business alongside your job is it going to be sort of similar to when you're at uni you sort of do it the week yeah I think so yeah I mean with coronavirus depending on everything else but I hope by September we'll be on a much better in a much better situation um I will hope I'll want to come home every two or three weekends or so um I've got things at home that I'm involved with and want to come home for so yeah, I think it'll be very much like uni um, is at yeah. the moment. Well, in normal circumstances. Yeah, but it's good sort of stability, and it'll be it'll be good to, like you said, build those client bases, and then if the company like you, which they definitely will, will like <laughs> carry on the job there. Um, yeah, I was going to ask if you have any sort of 
ideas in the future or anything that you'd other than cards or anything that you've got in the pipeline or you might be top secret um in terms of my crafts um well i am currently um making 200 invites for like a commission as such um so i'm looking at maybe going doing some more of that or making that more known so yeah potentially something like that but i'm sort of open to all kind of commissions really yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. i never even thought about that so if someone wants a commission what do the what what is it literally you do anything in terms of cards invites yeah i try to i mean i'm i'm upfront about it so um yeah i just try to fulfill i mean most people that contact me know my sort of style so i guess they know that from the beginning um but at, actually at the, near the beginning of lockdown i was asked to make um 175 cards um for the nhs which was really nice um and rewarding um yeah so that was i love doing that that was quite a lot of work because obviously they're all hand painted and had hand stamped and you don't appreciate how much materials and stuff you get through when you're doing that, that many at once but um so yeah that was a really front, nice thing what was on the front of the cards um so it was a flower it was like um a flower with a lot of petals and the petals i painted rainbow colors to represent the nhs and then it had like a thank you on the front and then um they wanted a message on the inside which i'd um printed on like a sticky label and put on the inside but they looked really nice i bet that did take a long time painting each yeah <laughs> yeah it did <laughs> Yeah, so then did that, did they go to sort of a hospital or? Um, so it was for community nurses um, on International Community Nurses Day, I think. I might have got that slightly wrong, but something along those lines. Um, and it was a sort of a friend through a friend who wanted to send them out to her kind of district. Um, so, yeah, they just went to this one group of hospitals i guess yeah um, so yeah oh i bet they really appreciated that because i feel i've seen a few sort of people do things like that just to sort of spur the yeah no i got some really nice emails because um the lady sort of sent out an email to all the people saying that i'd made them and things like that and i got some really nice emails back which was really rewarding it was nice to know that we'd, i'd put a smile on some people's faces during a really hard time yeah, no, I love that. Um, and I think it's important to do that and like using your talent to, to do that, you know, like you're not a doctor, but you're still making a big difference doing that to people. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so if people want to order from you, um, how should they get in contact with you? Um, I think the best way is to follow my Instagram and give me um, a message on there. Great. Oh, well, thanks for coming on today. And That's all right. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> to keep up to date with Chloe's business, follow her on Instagram at Chloe's Creative Crafts underscore. That's at Chloe's Creative Crafts underscore. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire lass, 
Follow on Facebook and Instagram at From a Lancashire Lass. Don't forget to hit subscribe or follow so you can keep up to date with when each new episode is out.